Tools of Type 1s, we are back. My good friend Ben Zeal, uh, Silent T, as those of you who really know Ben uh, will know him. Uh, he and I had this conversation at the end of 2018. He is an awesome resource <clears throat> for medical and health issues related to, and sometimes outside of, type 1 diabetes. He has all of his necessary certifications. Uh, he's an RD, he has a CSCS, and above all, he is type 1 diabetic. His Instagram profile says, the online dietitian who helps you finally lose weight and get your blood sugars in line. He's done an awesome series uh, that he's calling Your Diabetes Insider that he started to do about six months ago. I've really enjoyed a lot of those. Uh, Ben's a super smart guy. This conversation was, I remember coming away from it, like being very inspired and also just encouraged uh, and also enjoyable. So this is a little bit different Tools of Type 1's conversation. We actually did this one uh, over the phone. So I asked the same questions, but I also dig in a little bit uh, to some of uh, Ben's uh, points. So it's more of a traditional uh, Diabetics Doing Things podcast. This is episode 30 on Tools of Type 1's, and I'd love for you guys to enjoy a great conversation with Ben Zeal. And Ben, I'm super sorry for not posting this sooner. Uh, I was talking with Chris Rudin uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, dude, I haven't posted Ben's podcast in almost a year. And he just rolled his eyes and was just like, just apologize. So this is me taking his advice, doing that. Uh, talk to you soon, my friend, and enjoy. All right, Ben Zeal, you are up. Uh, introduce yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? Where you live? Uh, how long you've had type 1? And uh, you know what your connection is to the diabetes community? What is going on? I am Ben Zeal from Tampa, Florida. And I am a registered dietitian, certified strength and conditioning specialist, and I've had diabetes for shit. Oops, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. That's okay. Um, you let it 19, go. Let it rip. You're fine. 19 years in this game, and I just try to be a super advocate on Facebook, trying to educate and Instagram, trying to educate the people, trying to drop knowledge every day, and trying to change and transform the lives of people living with type 1. And uh, what's your Instagram for people who uh, got to this just from their podcast app? My Instagram is at manofzeal, and zeal is spelled T-Z-E-E-L. Boom. All right. What is your tool of type 1s? So what's the one thing that a person living with diabetes could learn from you or your experience? And this will also be the title of your episode. So uh, talk about your tool. Um, I mean, if we talking more of just a specific mindset, or are we talking about an actual, this is yes. the tip. It's the uh, one thing. A mind, it can be a mindset. It can be an actual tip. It could be uh, a joke. It can be whatever it is that you want. I'm, I'm thinking it's a mindset. I think the biggest thing is having that open mindset and being able to say, you know what? Maybe my number sucks today. It doesn't mean it's going to suck tomorrow. Maybe this situation happened that wasn't optimal and I took too much insulin or I had too many carbs or the fat extended over six hours. Now my blood sugar has been high and you're not a failure. None of it makes you a failure. If you mess up, it's okay. I think the biggest thing is recognizing you acknowledge what's going on, you respond to it, and then you move on with life because diabetes is not something that should be always at the forefront. It should be something that's in the periphery, kind of just like hanging out in the background not the focus of every single thing you're doing. Killed it. Love it. Um, okay. What is the simplest thing you've done that has helped you with the management of your diabetes? Uh, and where did you learn it or who showed it to you? How did you come across it? Um, I would say the simplest thing that has helped me would be getting a Dexcom. Even though I know some people have super insurance battles trying to get one by far, just adding that extra 
little sensor. It has been a life changer. And my CDE actually about, wow, five years ago was the one who said, hey, you might want to try out this device. And I was a little hesitant at first. So I tried one a few years beforehand, didn't really love it. And it has been a life changer, knowing the trends, knowing what's going on all the time. It has been a life changer. Like I feel lost without it. Killer. Totally agree. CGM is like, it was game absolutely changed. Um, okay. What failures or apparent failures with T1D have made you better at living the rest of your life or made you well more rounded as a person? So this can be a series of events or again, kind of back to a mindset and learning, you know, talking about, uh, not getting hung, hung up too much on the number, whatever you want that to be failures or apparent failures. So I would say, I mean, I wouldn't even call a bad A1C a failure if it's more of just a lifestyle. But I would say kind of getting a little bit of a wake-up call in my first semester of college, like there's no one dictating how much food I need to have, when I need to have the food, what's going on. And you start to pick up some habits. And I wouldn't even say it's necessarily specifically type 1, but type 1 ends up being the thing that ends up getting whacked the most when – you're off in school, you're trying to do a million different things at the same time, you're not prioritizing correctly, and then suddenly you're realizing, I'm not, my diabetes is kind of out of control, my A1C's gone up, I'm not performing to my best all the time, whether classroom, sports, whatever it may have been, and I think that was my big, it, it seemed like a failure, I came home, I remember my A1C was, God, I don't know, it was probably up to nine, I had been just at seven a few months beforehand, and I was thinking, wow, something really needs to change, or this could spiral out of control, and I mean, I was able then to just use it to rein in, and really just move forward, and realize that, hey, I need to put some sort of emphasis on this, but I also want to figure out a way to optimize it, so I don't have to have it run my life. Killed it. Okay, uh, this one is a little bit of a clickbaity one. Uh, what unusual or absurd opinion or approach or maybe unpopular approach or opinion uh, regarding your diabetes do you have? If you don't have one, that's okay. Uh, maybe you can talk about you know how everybody's different. So I don't know if I would even call it an unusual or absurd opinion, but I love when people try to come to me, or just in general, and they say, oh, you know nutrition, you're a dietitian, you should be able to say that eating no carbs or eating low carbs is the only way to go. And I will just look at them and say, no, it's really dependent on what you want to do and how your body operates and how your body runs and what makes you feel the best. And they're like, nope, low carbs is the only way to do it, only way to get good blood sugars. And I'm like, you might have fewer glucose excursions, but that doesn't mean it's the only way. There's more than one way to get to the finish line in this case, and people just get so hung up on that, and it drives me crazy. I just want to sometimes just, like, oh, I want to push the mute button on them, just let them yap and yap, and I don't have to listen to them, just tune them out, because they're so, if you, they're so, I don't know how else to describe it, they're just, they're so passionate about it, and I love their passion, but stop trying to proselytize me into your low-carb camp or whoever else, and just say, hey, this works great for me. Maybe it's something to consider. And if it doesn't work for you, that's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just drives me crazy. Oh, love it. Totally agree as well. Uh, okay, let's get to know Benzi a little bit. What's your favorite thing? What gets you to smile or laugh almost every time? 
Are we talking diabetes or anything? I'm just talking about Benzeal. What's your favorite thing to do? Give us a little bit of your personality, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, man. Well, some of you may have known me in a previous life, but I love rap music. And I had a little music career of my own. And it went it went pretty spectacularly. And I realized that I wanted to do a little bit more for the diabetes world and kind of transition. But sometimes just seeing seeing how the rap games change, it's definitely been entertaining. Sometimes I laugh because the people are just absolutely atrocious. But I think just it's been a big part of my personality. The whole performance aspect has always been really intriguing. And I think maybe that's why Instagram has just become so fun for me, for lack of a better term. And I think, I mean, I'm a huge sports nut. I'm sure y'all kind of figured that out. I rep Minnesota Vikings, sadly, unfortunately, and Minnesota Twins. But, hey, we all make bad decisions in life, right? And um, I don't know. I feel like, oh, and I love to lift, of course, if you couldn't figure that out until. But I just, I like to think I'm a pretty... I'm a pretty simple person, but I just I like to lift, I like to eat, I like to listen to rap, and I like to sometimes write rap and perform rap. And I will not be rapping on this podcast, but maybe in a future episode. Well, and I heard I want I want to stop you there as well because I heard you have a a, a rap name there, like you do have an act of your stage name. What is that? Just in case you know, in the future, people want to see your performances. <laughs> well. Um, my rap name is Silent T. I will say there is now an imposter starting to parade around who's trying to also be Silent T. But unfortunately for this imposter, I have the copyright, so they're not going to win if they end up blowing up. Um, but yeah, you can check it out. I've got some stuff out there. My music video no longer is on the interwebs. And I will just let leave that off to your imagination. Uh, you kind of, uh, you kind of addressed this already, but what bad advice regarding diabetes do you see or hear that you'd like to address? Bad advice? Yeah. Um, outside of the whole low carb thing and me thinking it's the only way that you can do it is I think just people saying, oh, you can't do this and actually listening to it. If someone's like, oh, I was told that I can't do fill in the blank. Well, that's up to you. If you don't want to do it, if you don't want it bad enough, you don't have to. And I mean, that goes for everybody in life in general. But for diabetes, I feel like we get it the most. Like, you can't eat that. Or even, I was thinking I was saying on Instagram earlier, you go to Thanksgiving or you go to a holiday or you're at a family gathering and you have your ignorant friend or your ignorant relative who's like, oh, well, I don't think you can eat this because cake and sugar gave you diabetes. And it's like, and people actually sometimes are dumb enough to believe it. And that just makes me cringe every single time. I just think, why? What is the point? What is the purpose? Like, if you want something, you'll figure out a way to get it. And I think that people with diabetes sometimes forget that and they fall into this. They get put into a box by their endo or whoever first dietitian is that sees them. They think, well, I'm stuck eating 50 carbs or 60 carbs a meal for the rest of my life and that's it. And they don't they don't want to get outside the box. So I feel like people need to just take that leap out of the comfort zone sometimes and just not think so hard and just do it and see what happens. Love it. What priority are you focusing on in your own life currently? Can be diabetes related or not? Um, I mean, I guess mine is diabetes related. It's just my priority. My number one thing is trying to help as many people in this world as possible. I mean, the number I put on it is 100,000. But 100,000 people reached that I am able to help who are living with diabetes, both type 1, type 2, in terms of getting them to have better blood sugar control but also doing that through nutrition and through exercise, by far number one. 
Love it. I love that you uh, put a specific number on it too. That's super important. Absolutely. It's the only way to do it. Uh, who is someone that you look up to and what have they taught you? How do you apply that to your life? Well, I look up to Rob Howe because he's about seven feet tall. Oh my gosh. And, <laughs> um, but beyond that, I mean, obviously, you're somebody who I've seen absolutely just crush it in the, in the online space. And so it's someone I'm like, dang, like his content's always so good. I got to get to that level. But um, I don't, oof, this is such a tough question outside of even just the joke on the side. Like, who do I look up to in this world? Um, I mean, I guess it may not even be diabetes related, but there are just certain people in the business world. I mean, one of them I, I really admire is Craig Ballantyne, may or may not have heard of him, but he, he coaches a lot of people, but he also just has developed this whole persona in terms of efficiency, and he's so damn efficient every single day. He's able to knock stuff out, he's able to crush it all the time, and he just, like, nothing stops him no matter what like your computer goes to shit like mine did the other day or you're he's uh, delayed on a flight whatever it is he always knows how to maximize the time and maximize what he's doing and have the most amount of output and also deliver amazing quality product service every time and i think that is somebody who i just think about i'm like dang like i would love to be like that and of course i mean i'd like to be like lebron or someone like of that nature in terms of upper upper echelon but that's a separate conversation Love it. Great answer. And thanks. I look, I look up to you as well. Uh, appreciate <laughs> Even though it's a joke, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> it was it was for real. I do look I, up yes. for, real, for real. Well, thank you, man. Um, let's see. What are you most hopeful for? This can be diabetes related or not. I think you may have touched on it a little bit um, You know, with your uh, priority, but it uh, could be different. I mean, obviously, I want to I wanna help those 100,000 people. But I also, in terms of hope, I wouldn't even call that a hope because if I'm saying that's a hope, that means that I'm just kind of like, kind of like maybe luck will get me there. Maybe not. Like it it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Like this is going to happen, but irrespective of that, that aside, um, I'm hopeful that they actually find a cure in the next 10 years, or at least even if bionic pancreas comes out, that it like is fantastic and doesn't have all sorts of different typical bugs or whatever kinds of malfunctions that sometimes occur in the first few years of a brand new product to market because I feel like at this point they keep saying, oh, there'll be a cure in 10 years. There'll be a cure in 10 years. And I mean, I've been hearing it for 19 years now. And it is just kind of like that carrot, the metaphorical carrot that they're holding outside. You're trying to just grab it and trying to reach farther and farther and you never get it. That's kind of what it feels like. So I'd love to see a cure. Yeah. Retweet. (laughs) What advice? Uh, what advice would you give someone who has type one and is trying to pursue a career in your line of work? Oh boy, as a dietitian, don't um, first of all know that everything they're going to teach you is probably wrong, and you're going to have to correct after every single bullet point on every single slide. But I think mostly just having an open, having an open mind and having the willingness to think outside the box because again, I mean, every hospital I've been at every, every place I have been at, I have had to educate all the other dietitians on how diabetes actually works instead of what they perceive it to work. And then having thought about how I was educated in school for it, it makes perfect sense because you're taught one thing and one thing only, and there's no other way to do it. And it makes me cringe. So if you're trying to be a dietitian, 
think outside the box, apply your life experience and realize your life experience may not work for everyone, but also just recognize that again, like low carb might work, high carb might work, medium carb might work. There's more than one way to do it. Love it. Uh, all right. What's the one facet or trait that you think makes you, you what's, uh, what sets you apart besides obviously your rap career? Oh my God. I feel like I should have you answer this question. Um, I don't know. I think I've got this charisma and I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, maybe it came from the music career and kind of passed over into this stuff, but there's just something where I just, someone wants to describe it as zest for life. And I just, I want to do everything and I want to do it to the fullest. And just, I just, I don't know. I just love living life like that because then you're experiencing everything and you're trying not to let any sort of negativity get in the way. And life just becomes so much more fun and vivid and exciting. So it may not make me uniquely me, but I definitely have some sort of character charisma that people seem to be drawn to. So I'm just going to be unapologetically me. I love it. And then that's true, dude. You got like a lust for life, man. Energy is contagious. Oh, oh nice. Blowing up, me. blowing up, dude. I, I, Wednesday night. I can't help it. I can't help the ladies love me. <laughs> All right, uh, plug yourself. What's uh, what are you up to? Where can we find you online? Like, what are you, you know? What are you working on? This is your chance to kind of give people a peek behind the scenes. Oh boy! So again, Instagram is Man of Zeal. So M A N O F T Z E E L. That is the platform I am on by far the most. Um, I've got a typically a, every weekday. I've got a different story going on with some sort of tip or some sort of advice related to diabetes, trying to provide as much value as I can to the community. Um, I currently am accepting, I'm not supposed to announce this till Black Friday, so I think it probably won't get released till later anyway, but I am accepting five more clients, which is big news because I originally had capped the number I was at, but I realized, you know what, I need to help some more people. And that would be for one-on-one coaching, working with me, diabetes, nutrition, exercise, everything, lifestyle, accountability it is fantastic and you will absolutely dominate and crush whatever goal you are trying to achieve um outside of that i mean my facebook's not very interesting so i would just mainly roll with with instagram but also i do write articles occasionally i'm the fitness editor for diabetes strong um and i've written for like insulin nation and beyond type one so you may catch an article here and there for that and I'm just I'm just trying to be be around and experience everything. So I'll be if anybody's interested, I'll be out in LA sometime in the end of January. So holla at me. And yeah, I'm just trying to connect as many people and do the diabetes world as give them as much as I possibly can. Love it. And yeah, obviously, dude, five more clients. Like you're, you really are going for that hundred thousand. You you gonna be stretching yourself pretty thin, or are you ready for it? Oh, I'm ready. I'm. I don't think if I was gonna stretch myself thin, I wouldn't be able to give a hundred percent to everybody. And if I'm, if I'm not able to give a hundred percent, then I don't want to. I don't want to half-ass anything. So you are gonna get everything that you need from my end. Love it. Um, okay, bonus question. Sure. P 
people ask me, and I'm sure they ask you all the time, like, how did you get started? How'd you get plugged into the type one community? Um, you know, what if I want to start a blog or what if I am a nutritionist and need to reach people with diabetes or whatever, locally online, social media, hashtags, going to events. Uh, this is your chance to just kind of give people an idea of how you got started. So that's actually a great question. So sometimes I, I look back and I'm like, how did this all happen? Like this all seemed like an accident because I honestly only started this whole diabetes route. I mean, I started less than a year and a half ago, which is kind of insane. Like I'd been volunteering at Children with Diabetes, which is a national conference in Orlando. Highly recommend. But I'd been volunteering there for years. So like I knew a bunch of people in the diabetes world, but in the online space, I had nothing. And so um, that was just something where I started putting out content and again, I had no idea what I was doing. I think the biggest thing is just starting. So, I mean, you start, you say, okay, Hey, I want to reach more people with diabetes, put out something with value, put out something where people can gather tips, they can get information, but they can also, they also then will eventually start to see you in a different light. Like, Oh, like this is the dude for diabetes and nutrition. Like that's Ben, like that is the guy. And if I want to get shredded or if I want to get super strong, like that is the dude I want to talk to. And so I feel like really just consistently, consistent effort, just getting started. For, so let me back up the order. Just get started with it. Putting out stuff consistently that is quality stuff, people will have no choice but to start flocking to you. I mean, it's the same in music. It's really the same in everything. If you are good and you're putting out good quality stuff, you will attract what you are looking for. Ka-ching! Uh, just major key drop alert. That was so killer. That was awesome, dude. Mic drop. That's that's how I found you. I mean, that's that's how I'm. Thank you for listening to the Tools of Type Ones podcast on diabetics doing things. I'm Rob Howe, and every Tuesday and Thursday in 2019, we are posting the next Tools of Type One episode. So. Follow us on Instagram, hashtag tools of type ones, or just on diabetics doing things. We will post these regularly every Tuesday, every Thursday. My favorite type ones are answering the questions I want to know the answers to. And hopefully you'll learn a few things as well. If you like this episode, be sure to review us on iTunes. Uh, and if you didn't like it, uh, go ahead and let me know that too. I want to know. All the feedback is good to me. Thanks again for your time. I value that more than anything you could possibly give me. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.